Hey, good afternoon and welcome to It's Time for Affordable Housing. I'm your favorite host, LaShondra Grace, the apartment lady, founder of the Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation, owner of the Apartment Lady LLC, and owner of Rental Solution. So, okay, where do we start? Because it's a lot, right? So I'm hoping that you guys have been listening to the special edition shows that come out at 9.30 a.m. And so I've been praying, as I told you before, I've been praying. Um, Today was day 65 for praying against evictions. And I pray on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube, live. But then I upload that prayer to this to it's time for affordable housing and I released that at 9 30 so that people um so that you guys could get the prayers okay because the prayers are important so however you because you know how it goes everybody that listening to it's time for affordable housing you already know I start this out with prayer so that's how important prayer is to me I know prayer changes things. So let's get to it. Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you right now with praise and thanksgiving, saying thank you. Mm. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for your grace, mercy, love, understanding, wisdom, knowledge, power, provision, discernment, comfort. In the name of Jesus. Now, Father, before I come before your throne, I ask that you forgive my sins and the sins of the souls that's under the sound of my voice even up until this very second. You said, if I put my plans before you, you would establish them. You said, if I seek you first, your kingdom and your righteousness, that all these plans will be added onto me. Here are my plans. I plan on giving out valuable information in the name of Jesus. I plan on meeting the listeners where they are in the name of Jesus. And I also plan on mediating or preventing as many evictions as possible. This is my prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, you guys, so 65 days getting online and praying at 8 a.m. on weekdays and 9.30 a.m. on weekends every single day. So I'm like, Sean, I don't even know where I'm getting that strength from. It has to be for God because I get up every morning, I get dressed. I have coffee. I put on makeup. I comb my hair. <laughs> and I pray. Don't get me wrong, the cleaning portion is in between all that. You feel me? <laughs> and then I pray. And so I'm like, where? I, I just been sitting back um, asking myself, where? Where did you get all that energy? I mean, like, God has to be the one doing this. But it's so, it's so important. And let me tell you, people are actually listening. They're coming to the prayers. They're listening to the prayers. YouTube, I mean, YouTube just finally came to life. It's been um, encouraging to see that people are actually listening to these prayers and that's that's awesome because I'm telling everybody the same thing I mean if you don't stand for anything you're gonna fall for, okay if you don't stand for nothing you're gonna fall for anything 
And I always say, if you don't stand for nothing, you're going to continue to fall for anything. Because that's what's going on. I mean, oh my gosh. You guys, at one point, I was just trying to figure out how, how, how. I'm like, come on, God, how? How, when the people don't want to listen to nothing? How, when they don't want to, you know, get along? And so, um, yeah, I, I always have questions. And then when I have those type of questions, I start to do a lot of research about it. Because you got to think about it. I've been doing eviction prevention and second chance rentals for eight years. Eight years. Okay, so... I do have um, some eviction news that I do want to talk about. Literally 20 eviction notices issued in Muhammad Mobile Home Park. Oh my gosh. Nearly 20 eviction notices issued. And uh, this is in Champaign, right? So I'm going to play this story. I'm gonna play this story um here let me get it and then okay give me a second here i come you guys give me a second okay here we are Many eviction notices have gone out in one mobile home community just months after a new property management company took over. And now one mother is panicking. She lives at Candlewood Estates in Muhammad. WCI3's Marley Capper spoke with the woman and Marley, she wants to remain anonymous. That's right. She's very emotional and she's scared. She doesn't even feel comfortable telling her 12-year-old daughter what's going on yet. She owns the home and she had to be hospitalized back in April for a chronic illness. Now she's asking for time. <laughs> I've had to move too many times. My kids have had to move too many times. A Muhammad mother is at her wit's end. After dealing with a slew of health issues and not being able to work, she now owes over $1,500 in lot fees at her mobile home park. I can't work a whole lot of hours. I can't work enough to support my daughter and I because my health. And I'm sorry, I just don't make that much money. I'm trying. She's owned a home at the Candlewood Estates for three years. And when bills started piling up, she started documenting. She worked with the previous property management on a payment plan, but says when the new management took over, they weren't as willing. She told me if I had half of my $1,500 balance, then they would work a payment plan out with me. She has even thought about taking that alone just to keep a roof over her daughter's head. You know, just when you think you're getting somewhere. In the past three years, I bought and paid for a house and I bought and paid for a car. And that's more than I've accomplished a lot in the last three years. 
We reached out to Kodiak Property Management. In a statement, they said they understand that people face financial hardships and that they have offered to help by sharing information about community grants and nonprofits that can provide assistance. She says she has reached out to who they recommended and is waiting to hear back. We reached out to Charles Strunen, managing attorney for Chicago Tenants' Rights Law. He says, unfortunately, her situation isn't uncommon. Very often, tenants in a situation like this will find themselves signing over their mobile home because they just simply can't find a place to take the mobile home to. And so the resolution very often is that they give the mobile home up to the mobile home community, up to the management, and the management rents it to somebody else. She can't afford to rent an apartment elsewhere, and even if she could, Drennan says there's now an eviction on her record. A lot of landlords will see that and not rent to a tenant, uh, even if they haven't lost the case. Now, she's worried that with the winter months ahead, she and her 12-year-old will have nowhere to go. I want to have more time to pay off the money that I owe so I can stay here. I love my neighbors. I reached out to the village of Muhammad. There are no other approved mobile home areas in the village. So even if she could move, it would be out of the area, meaning she could have to uproot her child from her school too. To see the property management's full statement, head over to our website, Just Farley, thank you. Okay, so this is what's going on, you guys. You know, I've been telling you guys, evictions, they're happening, they're happening fast, they're happening quick, they're happening a lot, and they're happening now. Um, when the attorney said, you know, once a person gets an eviction on their name, they, you know, um, <laughs> they won't have any place to stay um, because no, no landlord, first of all, no landlord is going to rent to anyone that has an eviction 2020, 2021, and 2022. And that's why I've been telling them, pay the landlords, pay the landlords. I already have been. Um, putting out reports about how long people are homeless after an eviction. I mean, I've been doing eviction prevention for like eight years. And so for eight years, once once I realized that most of these people that wanted to come into my Second Chance Brown program had already had an eviction and hadn't had their own apartments in two years, three years, four years, five years, that's when I really started doing this research, you guys. And then, yeah, once a person gets an eviction on their name, it's hard for them to get another apartment. But then this COVID-19 evictions, 2020, 2021, and 2022, it's going to be even harder, even though there was an eviction moratorium. Even though the federal government told them not to pay rent, and so they did not pay rent. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm look. I'm gonna keep saying it. I was telling everyone. I put out petitions in 2020. I put out petitions telling you know the, the renters to pay 40% of their rent. I started putting those petitions out even before the unemployment insurance kicked in. I'm telling people, pay 40% of their rent. None of my members in the Apartment Housing Renters Foundation, they did not get evicted because they paid all of their rent. And the ones who couldn't pay all their rent, they were paying at least 50, 60% of their rent because that's what I was telling everyone. I put that petition out, pay 40% of your rent. I got 3,000 renters to sign up for that petition. But then... At the same time, there was a petition, stop rent, don't pay rent. They got 3 million signatures. So I'm like, 
People don't, I mean, what did you expect to happen after the pandemic? What did you expect to happen? Did you, ex- did you really think that the government was going to bail you out? I mean, the, the rental industry is a $4.3 trillion a year industry. And they put 45, 40, almost $46 billion towards renter's insurance. No. Mm-mm. They're not going to bail you out. And so that's why I'm, you know, trying to get to, you know, the federal government, local government, state governments to let them know I have a plan. It is foolproof. It's going to work. And it'll be a win for everyone. I'm talking about the, um, the lawmakers, the tenants. The landlords, it's going to be an all-around win. It's going to spur our community back. Our economy is going to be moving again. And people won't be homeless. Because I don't know how you think a homeless person is going to work. I just don't get it. I mean, you see those people that the actual homeless community that has been homeless for years, living under, you know, Vidocs and, you know, underground or things like that you you see those people they don't work they don't work they don't get up and go to work and then come back and live on the streets that don't happen you know last last week i don't know if it was on 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 it's time for affordable housing or on um one of the prayers but you know come on come on you think um that a person who don't have any shelter, no way to shelter themselves is going to get up and go to work. I mean, how are they going to get dressed? I mean, how are they going to get cleaned up? I I don't want someone, you know, serving me unkempt. I'm just saying dirty because they don't have anywhere to wash up. So I'm at the, what? The restaurant, any, any, you know, dining establishment. I don't care if it's fast food or, you know, top of the line, four-star, Michelin star quality. I don't want the servers and the people that's cooking the food to be dirty, to be unkempt. So even with the retail, from Walmart to (laughs) selling me, you know, a, a real estate agent. I'm not going to work with someone that's stinky, dirty. I mean, come on. Are you guys kidding me? And this is what's going to happen if people don't have anywhere to wash up. What, what do you think? We're never, ever, ever going to get this economy back. Ever. But are y'all trying to not get this economy back? Because that's the case. Then give me that report so I can see, you know, so I can be on. I don't know. I don't know. Give me that report. If the goal is to make everybody homeless, then it's working. It's working. If the goal is to, you know, um, uh, keep the economy in a slump, then it's working. Is if the you know if the goal is to uh, murder the workforce development, then you know it's working. Okay, I mean. I don't know, United States. If your goal is to, I don't know, dictate, I don't know. It's working. But 
if we're still land of the free, then you need to make sure these people, all of these millions of families don't get evicted. It's me. I'm your host, LaShondra Grace, and you're listening to It's Time for Affordable Housing. I'm going to have a guest on. I'm going to start bringing on guests. You guys know this is the fourth season, and I don't know if we're going to be moving into the fifth season, but um, ending this fourth season, because now we're on like episode 29, I'm like... Okay, episode 29. But since I'm doing episodes every day, I'm saying like, okay, I got to figure that out, right? But we are in season four and this is the 29th episode uh, for season four. And so um, maybe the 30th, I have to look at it. However, I am going to start bringing on guests. I have some real estate um, companies. I have some um, real estate professionals that wants to come and talk about what's going on. And I want to hear what they have to say because I I have a lot of questions. I have some elected officials um, that's going to come on and talk about this because I need, I mean, come on, you guys. If they're trying to now, if they wanted to stay bad, then I mean, at that, now that they're, they're doing a good job at that. But if they want to spur the economy and they want to prevent all of these children, which is our future, and people from being evicted, and, and, and they want to, you know, have people go back to work, then you're going to try to come up with a solution, you know, to these evictions, I'm just saying, because everything starts with housing. Everything starts with housing. Okay. I'm LaShondra Gray's The Apartment Lady, and thank you for listening to It's Time for Affordable Housing. You guys, donate, donate, donate to this podcast. Now, I'm going to need some support. I want to keep it going. I want to make it better. Donate. All right. Bye.